I'm on the scene with you. What are you what yeah. are you what are you doing at the meet? Are you just handling? Oh no, I'm just supporting a friend, a couple of friends. So gotcha. I'm just here and I didn't know, I forgot it was Eastern. You said Eastern time and I was like, Oh yeah, we're Eastern time and I was like, We're Central Time like a couple of minutes ago. Oh. Uh, I was like, uh. So I was trying to get everything ready and then I was like, he said eleven I told Michael, I was like, eleven AM Eastern time. He was like Reception time. I was like, oh my god, oh, I gotta get ready. <laughs> I've, I've no lie. I, I mean, we, we interview people from like Europe and all over the place, and there's some, there's a whole lot of time zones out there in the world, and there's like once or twice I fucked up a time zone, got a message. <laughs> you know, you get that, you know that message you get, and it's like you, the bolt of anxiety when it's like, hey, hey, bro, uh, I'm logged in, I don't see you, and you're like. Holy shit! <laughs> do you do that time zone calculation? Like, oh no, I, I messed yeah. that up. Um, I'm just, I'm just happy I was awake and ready. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not like out and about whatever, like for dinner or some shit. In the middle of dinner, you're like, yo, I got a podcast. We both to go live. We both go live on dinner. Yeah, yeah. I got you. When you're at when you're at a competition like this, do people recognize you? Oh, yeah. They're like, um, well, first they recognize Michael. And then they'd be like, oh, you're Michael's girlfriend, Jazz. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like, what the shit? <laughs> well, some people know me, like yeah. from, of course, Texas. But if I go out of the state, they're like, of course, they don't know me. You're, you're like, listen, two bad calls away from everybody here knowing who I am. Two bad calls away from everybody asking for my picture. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I'm not up there yet. I'm still like. At that line, and Michael's uh, up here. I'm still right there. <laughs> uh, you were close. We'll talk about those calls in a second. Um, but how did you and Michael meet? Okay. Wait. So, you know, uh, this is right at, this is right this is Valentine's weekend. So this is Kathy. You want to pull up a minute so they can see it? This is Valentine's weekend. So this is like a perfect, you know, love story thing, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> so I was in college, and then his um cousin was my roommate and then I recently broke up with my, with my ex and I was like and I told her I was like, I'm looking for a guy who works out who is this and that and that she's like oh I have a cousin I'm like a cousin I'm gonna be trusting like yeah. the cousin yeah. yeah yeah and so and so I and she sent a picture of him to, um of him to me and I was like okay cute <laughs> you, you, you see <laughs> he's probably shirtless you're like all right okay <laughs> All right. No, he didn't have his waves at the time. He had his little. Oh, oh hey, hey. <laughs> he's got so. some. He's got some fucking waves on him. He's got some waves. Oh lord. I think. I think he. I think he loves his waves more than me. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some hair on him. Holy smokes! Yeah, yeah. Right. 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 So after that, we um, talked for about a month. We finally met, and I was like, okay, <laughs> we can do this. We can yeah. do this. Yeah. So yeah, we like that instantly that I wasn't a lifter at the time. I was more of a stairmaster on the treadmill for like twenty minutes type of person. Yeah. And he told me, Yeah, you're gonna be a power lifter. I'm like, what is it a power lifter? He was like, Is a person who does this and that and that? I'm like, that sounds a lot of work. I don't wanna <laughs> do that. And so he and he asked me many times to do with me, try this, try that. I was like, Fine, I'll do it one time, and then I did it, and I fell in love with it, and then yeah. here I am. How long ago was that? Two and a half or three years ago. Okay, so this is so, and Michael's twenty. You're twenty three, and he's he's also twenty three, right? He's twenty four. Oh, old man, Michael. 
Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are pretty. So this is before Michael had, uh, you know, like one nationals and whatnot as well. He's like an aspiring oh. up and comer. Oh yeah, this is the one he before he had Instagram. This is oh, way man. before that. Damn, this is low key, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> this is low key. So when you first started, was it like? Were you always strong? Like you started off and it was like, oh, like you just shifting weights and it was crazy or was it a slow boil? Um, no, no. It was honestly like fast paced because I'm naturally built. I always, I was a gymnast. So I always had the physique of like a strong person. Yes. So he was like, he worked my way up. Um, and then he, and then I worked from like, like fitness connection type of gyms to like, Metroplex type of gyms. I was like, I was up there. Yeah. So and then he was like, Oh yeah, you're you're gonna be the one. And I'm like, <laughs> You're like, Are you talking about powerlifting or are it dating? Powerlifting. Like, he goes, He goes both, man. That, that's that's how this is gonna. That's how I know. That's how I know. Right? Yeah. I I I told myself I'm never gonna lift that much weight. I um when I first started I was lifting. I was squatting maybe 150 pounds. Yeah. And then benching maybe 95, 100 pounds. And I was, it was ugly for him, like ugly for him. Yeah. And I worked my way up and he coached me very well to get me there. And he, like it was tough at first because that relationship and then that coaching, was it was gonna, kind of. I was going to say, like, is that, I mean, because at times a coach has to be critical and a coach you know, like if they're if they're talking like ah, you gotta squat a little deeper, but you think it's on there, and you're like, what the shit are you talking? Or, or just whatever it is, right? Or or like you guys get in a fight, and next thing you know, you got like sets of eight. You got and you're like, hey man, we aren't even in a volume phase right now. What happened? Exactly. To that? I'm like, how are you gonna add two or three more sets of eight? Yeah. Just an argument. You do this on purpose. Yeah. You're like, I take it back. I take it back. I was like, so out of anger. <laughs> and I can't do nothing about it because he's my coach. So. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I've talked to some people who do, uh, like, so coaching with, like, their girlfriend, but coaching for uh, if they were doing, like, bodybuilding or physique. Mm-hmm. And you can imagine when you're doing, like, a physique show or bodybuilding show and it's literally your, your, your body's being judged when you're on stage. Can you imagine your boyfriend having to judge your body and even negatively saying some shit like that, I'm like, there's no fucking way. You can't, there's no way. I would be like, get yourself a coach. I can't do it. You, that is like, a, like you're looking for a fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was kind of tough because I was about 175 when I first started. So I was up there. And then when he told me we need to make some nutrition cuts, I was like, <laughs> you, 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 you're like, watch your mouth now. Watch your damn mouth now. <laughs> exactly. Trent's so, yeah, yeah, but I had to like get used to this. Oh yeah, he is my coach. He's doing the what's best for me to get me into the weight class that I needed. Yeah. So I was like, I had to deal with it. But now we're good. It's we're yeah. good. Like you, you, you can set up. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you can like separate relationship talk, powerlifting talk. Here's the thing: like <clears throat> a coach, it does help. To have a relationship with the athlete where, like, you know each other beyond a check-in situation. Like, I know, so I, I also coach Kathy, and he's a friend. Obviously, that's the king of lists with me and everything. And there are times, like, I remember, like, before competition, if I catch a vibe, like, remember one time calling you late before a comp, and we have a chat where you, when you know somebody, 
You know, like, if, if they're a little nervous or whatever, you're like, let me give this person a ring. And it's easier to catch a vibe and have that talk when it's authentic as opposed to, you ever been in a situation before where someone's trying to have that moment with you and they don't know you know you and it's fucking forced and it just gets awkward. It's like, man, I don't know how you thought this was going to come off, but I this, this is awkward, bro. And you're like, ah, oh, shit, just please finish this. Did you stay up late at night with your wife and write this? Like, what the fuck? Um, whereas when you know somebody and you and you see them day in, day out and you're in contact and you know and you pull them aside and you're like, let me talk to you a minute or call them or whatever, it's different. You know, it's different. And that's that's a plus. Is Michael, does Michael give you speeches like that? Do like, you guys have... It's tough. Well... <laughs> <laughs> He does give me speeches like that. He's more of like a low key type of person. Yeah. He like yeah, he yeah. doesn't like express himself more than I do. Like he'll tell me like one on one, but he's not a person who expresses himself. Yeah. He's more of like a low key and like to the point and all that. So, but yeah, he is still that person, but low key. You know so. what? I mean, there's a lot to be said for that too. Because so I read tons of autobiographies of athletes. And I'm a big like uh, MMA guy, boxing guy, and the and it's there's some parallels because you go out there by yourself, uh, you know, you don't have a team to support you and whatnot. And because that's the case, when you're like the chief coach in, in let's, let's say it's boxing, whatever, and you're in the corner, if you stay low key, calm, cool, collected, when everybody else is getting excited around you, and the and the person that's going out there is a little nervous, when you're calm, cool, collected, and low key, it lowers that anxiety levels. You know what I mean? You can't be... Sometimes when somebody's already ramped up and you try to ramp up a ramped up person, it does the opposite effect. You know, you want to yeah. bring it down a little. Yeah, Michael, like when he um goes... When I'm about to go compete, he because I'm not a person who gets amped up about to go, I'm just like, let me calm down, calm my nerves, let me go ahead and get out here, do this lift, and then and then I do the best of my meat. I'm not a person who slaps my face yeah. and then sniff ammonia. Like I need to, I need to my calm my nerves, know my technique. Because if I don't, I'm gonna just go out there and make a mess of myself. Yeah. But yeah, but Michael knows. Like whenever, whenever I get like a PR, then he'd be like, oh my god. <laughs> then, but that's but after when I go up, he's like. Remember to do this, do that, do this. Like, it chops my back and everything. So, yeah. yeah. It's also good. Uh, something else you guys would have is he's there when you hit a big lift and your coach is your boyfriend. And that that moment, how much sweeter is that? Like, look, at, <laughs> I, I'm going to tell you right now. I, I It's really hard when you're coaching somebody, um, when you're watching, because you don't have any control at all. You're just watching. Like, I remember, like... Kathleen, he's gone for <clears throat> he's gone for like world records, national records, and, and all types of things. And when you're just watching and you have no control, you're just like, fuck, I hope this person hits it. And you're you're like, because you've you've helped align all the trainings and everything leading up to it, you feel almost responsible to an extent. The athlete's gotta perform, but you're like, fuck. You almost feel like you let them down if they miss when it's like, man, it's not always the way it works. But you want them to do so good, so bad. I can only imagine if, if Michael's like, oh, God, please let this happen. It probably, <laughs> and the control is not, you have no control. You're just watching the anxiety you can feel at times. Yeah, because after, like, this past meet um, and, um, and nationals, like, how, what happened. Yeah. He was, like, he tried to do his best to get that lift because everybody knew what 
like what the true like status was it should have been a good lift yeah and he was like i, I should have like done more to get that lift for you because that's just bs yeah. and but he felt so let down to like yeah. i could have done more to make you better but he was so he said he was he said he wasn't disappointed in himself but he was just mad that he could have done more and i'm like bad it's not it's not, it's not, it's not, it's just, what are you gonna pay people off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, and I couldn't do nothing about it because I didn't yeah. want to go off on the judges and get myself kicked out of federation. So yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. might as well go and go in the back and just take this L. Yeah. What, so let's let's talk a little bit about we'll, we'll bring those up because anyone listening, 2019, it, it's a storyline, right? So in Sweden, you were by far the the favorite for sure. Going into the 63 kilo juniors. Um, and I was calling it. And I remember thinking like, that that looked good to me. You know, and I was like, look at it. It's, it's, it looked good from the side on the replay. And on the commentary, I said, because um, you got one white. And for anyone listening, as long as the lifter gets one white, you can protest and, and appeal it. And I remember <laughs> saying, the U.S. coaching staff should definitely appeal this. And, and go, and they did appeal. What? And afterwards, man, it was hard seeing because you that had to hit hard. And Michael was there. At least Michael was there. But how? What? What did it feel like to you? And what were you guys thinking after that happened? Okay, so when the first the it was the first attempt was like iffy. But then after the second and third, I went deeper, and it was like no other way I could go deeper. So even on the third time, I even changed shoes to like give myself a good uh, oh shit. Depth. Yeah, like um, like if you saw on the first two, I had my white Converse, and the third attempt, I had um pink uh heels. Wow. So, so I changed it because I was like, I'm gonna get this lift. Yeah. So, at, Michael was like, just sink it, sink it. Like if I, I was like, if I sink it anymore, I'm gonna fall on my ass. Like yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, <laughs> like, but I did as much as I can. And then when I saw two reds and the white, I was just, I, I just, I screamed in my mind. I was like, fuck! I was like, why? I was like, what did I do? Like, like I just, I just started crying off the stage. I was like, what? Why? Like, everyone knew that was a good lift. And the thing is, the judges were like twenty feet forward and not in the back. And yeah. you know how the judge is supposed to be two sides in the front? It was like all of them in the front, like twenty feet in the front. Like, I was like, how do you see that? Yeah. Like, like that. It just, it just that made me upset. Even the first time I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a hard meet. But when I got that, I was just so mad. I was like, I'm done. Because how are they going to judge? How are they going to give me a res? What, what, they might do something wrong with me um, with bench and deadlift. So I was like, I don't even want to finish the meet. Then I was telling myself, I paid all this money to come to this meet. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to get at least a couple of medals. Yeah. And then Michael was like, Michael, see, Michael, he's already quiet. But I already know him enough. When he's like extra quiet, like no talking, he's really upset, pissed off, trying to see what to say. Yeah, so, he's measuring his words. He's like, because the thing is, that one word, I'll yeah. go off real quick. Yes. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was like walking off stage, just mad, threw my bell, just went to the back, started crying. I was like, they just don't like America. They don't like that. <laughs> like, you're, you're like, don't they like freedom? What do they have against freedom? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just like, oh my god, like I was so mad, I was throwing stuff in the back, I was just, I was done. Yeah. And then, and then Mike was like, you can stop if you want, like if you that was, I was like, man, no, I'm gonna finish this meet. They think they can take me, they think they can like stop me here. I know, I'm gonna finish this meet and show yeah. show them what I can do. 
Hell yeah. So, and then so after that, then bench press comes. The first attempt, they messed up it. And then you can see it. It was a green and then a yellow on one side, on, on, oh. on the other side. And I was like, and then when I erected, it, I was like, this bitch is on Liz Miss Loaded. <laughs> but I, was like, I, had, I had no, I had no time. I was like, let me just go ahead and just try it. And then after I wrapped it, Michael already knew. He ran up there and said, that's Miss Lauren. Like, and so they gave me what was on the bar. Not like two yellows. It was they gave me the green and the yellow. Like together. And I was like, that makes no sense. Why can't you just give me a yellow? Because instantly I could have got it, but yeah. whatever. I'm not about to, I'm not about to like, I'm trying to represent my country, trying to be respectful, yeah. trying not to go all off. But, but this so is, you, like, must, you must be looking at the loaders after it's been like, you too? Oh, you too, you huh? You, okay, you, you don't like freedom either, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, exactly. And then the second attempt, I made sure I went on both sides to make sure, okay. Yeah, you, you, you're, and then, you're checking everybody when you hit the platform. Are we all straight right now? Are we on the exactly. same page? Are we on the same page? Can the competition start for real now? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the judges was like, Come on, I was like, no, I'm gonna check this to make sure before Excuse I get me. my shoulder injury. Yeah. So, so yeah, and after that, I still did good, got a PR, and um, deadlifts went really good, of course. Yeah. But I didn't realize I couldn't get the number one spot because I didn't get my um, my squats, which made it like made me feel worse. I was like, wow, came to get came to get my overall. Everyone knew I would have won. Everyone knew I won. Yeah, yeah. But it's just. They had something against USA, but hey, I'm not going to speak against Sweden. It's a beautiful country, but that was a messed up day. It, it was a bad day. The, the, you did pick up a medal, though, for the deadlift, right? I think the way, yeah. the way it works, if you and, and I like that they do in at the World Championships anyways. If you bomb at a local meet, um, I know in Canada at Nationals, if you bomb in squats, they don't let you bench your day. They make you go home, which is pretty fucking tough. Whereas, wow. I'm glad, yeah, that's fucking hard, man. Whereas, um, at the World Championships, if you bomb on squats, you're allowed to bench, you're allowed to dead, and you can even pick up medals. So it's always mm-hmm. not lost. You go home with a gold medal and, you know, you don't have a registered total, <clears throat> and you don't get your world records officially recognized. So it's not, you know, it's, I mean, it's not what you wanted, but still it's something, right? Yeah, I got I got my uh, bench and deadlift medals, but it would have been good to have that other oh, two yeah. medals, the mm-hmm. overall and oh, the squat. Yeah. But even everyone from Sweden and Canada and Japan, they I don't know what they were saying. They were speaking another language, but they were like, good, like they were doing thumbs oh, up. Really? And, yeah. and I was like, like yeah. I don't know what they were saying, but <laughs> they, they knew for a yeah. fact like that was a messed up call. So here's here's yeah. what it is too. Sometimes, ironically, a little bit of controversy is not the worst thing in the world because there's so many weight classes, so many age divisions, etc. at the World Championships. Um, to get to, like a standout moment has to be something big. And what happened with you became like a, the talk of like that. I mean, there, there's other performances as well, but everyone was talking about it because of how controversial it was. You have to have an opinion on it as opposed to me telling you Jasmine Penn just won this. It's me asking you, what do you think about this lift? Showing you a lift and getting your opinion. Ironically enough, you far more people paid attention to your performance at the in Sweden than maybe you know if you just went in there and whooped everybody's ass, right? Like everyone knows the quality of the lifter you were, and, and you know numbers don't lie. You you shift the weight that you shifted, 
But now every, there was a talk about it. So coming out of Sweden, when you came home, were you telling yourself like, A, um, I want to talk real quick, your decision to go up to 72. Why did you decide I'm going 72? Well, because 63 was a little hard to stay in with the weights and all that because I was eating about 1,200 calories a day, oh, two snap. gallons of water, and I was falling asleep at work. Like yeah. it, my my uh, lifting was still good, but my me as a my body, my person, I was I couldn't do it. Yeah, I was struggling. Like that was like I was like I was about to step on stage for bodybuilding. <laughs> yeah. I was I was dabbling. People are like, when you tell me you're competing in June, like, oh yeah, what stage are you stepping on? <laughs> Twelve hundred no, calories is nothing. No, that it isn't nothing. But I had to like spread across the. I had to like deal with it. Like yeah. Michael, he wasn't more of a nutrition person. I had to go to someone else. I had to go to Marcellus Williams. His name is the Swole Fester on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, okay. And he is, yeah, he's really good. He got me down like twenty pounds, like in a good two months. Oh wow! So, so like, believe me, it was tough, but I got it. Like, it it was tough. Yeah. Like I, I mean. I mean, like brown rice, tilapia with some corn with no seasoning type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like, yeah. If one, like, of your, it if one of your meals was imaginary. <laughs> right? Like, I had to like, I had to sniff a burger and drink yeah, some water. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But like, it was, it wasn't nothing against 63s. It's just, I couldn't, I couldn't hold on to eating up, like eating, barely eating anything. Like, Imagine eating me eating a salad with no dressing and Michael eating three burgers in front of me. Yeah, freak, man. That's tough. Yeah, that's why I was like, I, and Michael suggested, like, we're going to bring you up to 72 because I can see the struggle in your face. Like, my <laughs> face was, like, droopy, like, uh-uh. Yeah. And then, at first I was mad. I was like, why am I doing good at 70? I'm at 63. He was like, Jasmine, <laughs> I can see the struggle on your face. Yeah. We're going up to 72. And I was like, okay. After that, I was like, oh, I get to eat again. I get to eat some everything now. So, but yeah, it was, that's the only reason why I went up to 72. It is, uh, and the thing too, where, like, it's a little different for men because when you take out, like, breaking it down into macros, like, even fats, people think, oh, like, like, the, you know, like there's obviously carbs, protein, and fats. When you lose stuff like that, it impacts your hormones. It impacts, like, you aren't you. Like, you know that Snickers commercial where they're like, you're not being you and have a Snickers? Yeah, like, and, and, and like, better, better. I know yeah. what you mean. <laughs> the thing is, though, it, it's actually legitimate. Like, um, when you're dieting, when they do, like, studies on people's hormones and shit, when you greatly decrease somebody's macros like that and take away their fats, take away, especially for women, it can it can really mess you up. Like, it can, like emotionally, it can be very difficult. Yeah, it was. It was very, um, like, hard. Like, don't get me wrong, I loved how I looked. I was lean and everything. Yeah, and I yeah. But I felt like I was about to die. Yeah. I, and then, yeah. like, it was terrible. But, hey, I had to deal with it and then get through the powerlifting. After that, I could eat whatever I want, but still got to maintain calories. It wasn't, it, I had to get used to it. I didn't start at 1,200. I was like at 2,000 and went down and down. And yeah, down yeah, and down. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it wasn't bad. But when I tell you it was tough, like yeah. I had to, I wanted to cheat so bad, but it felt like Michael had eyes everywhere. <laughs> so. <laughs> this dude's all over you. When, um, when you got down, did you water cut the last little bit? Um, For my first meet that I did, not, not nationals, it was another meet. 
Um, I didn't, but my, but the nationals, I did, I maybe did, um, uh, maybe a uh, two gallons and it went down a um, gallon and a half and a gallon and all that, but it wasn't like a drastic water cut. It wasn't mm. like I had to do water cut, take a hot bath, spit. It wasn't like that. Yeah. 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 Um, and after when you, when you make weight and later on that night, cause I've been in those situations where like you're cutting and you're sacrificing how, how crazy you go on the, on that food. I uh, like after I finish and when it's all done, it, it, and you're like, you're allowed to eat whatever you want. I have, listen, I've had fantasies about like, when this is over, I'm gonna, you know? And you're like, that's what gets you through. You're like, I'm going to smash a full pizza. Um, but you know, you. Oh my God. So after, um, after nationals in Washington, we order like three big pizzas and I had my own pizza. I had a whole pizza by myself oh, yeah. with a, with a liter of soda and some breadsticks. And I was still hungry. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, how was some more? He was like, my was like, calm down, calm down. <laughs> you still staying at 63, calm down. <laughs> and, but yeah, like I went ham, like, I couldn't wait to, for the food to get here. They said 30 minutes, but it felt like two hours. <laughs> You're like, it's 10 minutes passion. Where the fuck is my food? Where the fuck? They're like, calm down, ma'am. Calm down. It's been 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, I you. went ham on everything. Like, but after the meat, you don't feel like eating nothing because you're so bloated from water and the salt yeah. and the snacks and all, all like the, um, the protein shakes. You're just too much. You're like, I just, I don't want, I don't want anything right now. Let me calm down. But when the nighttime hits, Straight ravens. <laughs> savage. Yes, straight savage. Um, so you guys come home, and so you decide, okay, we're going 72 because that was a little crazy. And mm-hmm. you move up to 72. So even that natural, so you're not full 72. Are you? Have you, because you're weighing at 70 kilos, is that right? You're like mm-hmm. four and a half pounds underneath. So you still got a little bit of room left. Are you guys like slowly increasing and going to eventually fill out 72? And what's the plan there? Well, yeah, we were we were just slowly like this is more comfortable weight to me. Yeah. It wasn't. It's not like I'm still maintaining, but I'm not eating 1,200 calories yeah. anymore. Yeah, like 16, 1,700, which is a lot to me. Like I can spread that around. But yeah, we're gonna stick to there. Um, one, well, 70 kilos is a good range to me. Like I can still splurge a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it, it definitely it also helped with all. Well, I was gonna say Wilkes. I guess IPF points now. But it'll help. So walking into the U.S. Raw Nationals, you knew it was probably going to be you and Chloe. And how is training going leading into this? Training was actually going really well. Like, I was like, I'm doing good. Like, I um, did a lot of PRs. Michael, see, I'm a person who doesn't want to know my lifts when I'm about to lift because I'm like, that's a lot of weight. I can't do it. Like, I like to know nothing. Like, I don't even know what's on the bar. Like, I, I, I don't know. Even in training? No. Oh shit! I've never like, heard of. No kidding. N- n- no, because Michael, he sends me kilos. He doesn't send me pounds. Ah. So, like, we're still today. I'm still iffy. Like, what is that again? How much is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I know maybe a red or two reds and three reds, but after that, I'm like, I don't yeah. know. Like, down to the grain of like um, chips and all that. I was like, yeah. you can put whatever you want on, but I still don't know weights. Like. Throughout the whole meet, I didn't know what I was lifting. I didn't know what I was what was on the bar for um, squats, bench, or deadlifts. Like wow. he was like just just because like when Gino, our um, the announcer, I don't even hear him when he says this is four hundred and something. I don't hear that. Yeah. I'm so focused by lifting the weight. So I was like, let's do this. 
So I'm a person who don't know kilos here, and I've been living here almost three years. Yeah, I mean, look at I don't. But God, do you know kilos? I don't know kilos. I, not exactly. like great. Exactly. Not like, yeah, not like great. There are like certain round numbers that you see yeah. often mm-hmm. that you kind of doing King of reposting. I always I'll put the kilos and the pounds just so people internationally know. Because if I don't put the pounds, all the Americans are like, hey, how much weight is it if I just put kilos? And then when I repost and I put uh, pounds but not kilos, the Europeans are like, mm. what the fuck is this person lifting? So, <laughs> um, so I'm getting better and better with it because I'm constantly doing that for King of Lifts. We're also at a commercial gym. We just have pound plates. Oh, too. we got this pound plates. <laughs> yeah, so there's no, yeah, you can't, can't kid yourself. I go by, I go by colors. I'll, I'm like two reds, a green, a silver, and a collar. I, I do that. I don't know. And that's good because, um, so at a commercial gym, we're going by the plates how many yeah. plates they're all just black but yeah and they're and <laughs> so those are your milestones three plates four plates like those are the milestones yeah. you have but when we go to a competition you know how you went up to the bench and because you're used to the colored plates you could be like hey that's you know i know the colored plates are off because you could tell whereas when, when i go up to competition <laughs> i'm like I, can't, I got i gotta have trust you know it's a trust Test of trust with these people because I'm not used to the the kilo plate, so I'm just like whatever it is, what it is. It's interesting. I've seen Bryce Lewis um, in training. I don't know if you ever seen where he puts like bags, garbage bags, over the weight so he can't see it, mm. and then he goes out there and he's like, "Let me work with this weight." So he'll he'll have his coach. His coach, I don't know how he does it. He must his coach must tell the people because I don't know if he's live with his coach saying this is what we're gonna load the bar with. And then cover the weights with garbage bags, and then Bryce is gonna, and then Bryce is gonna squat it, and he doesn't know how much weight is on the bar. That's and then yeah, so then it's totally Bryce could be like like okay, this should move heavy or this should move light. And I think he said it's gonna change for everybody, but he thinks he consistently thought it was I think less mm. might be fucking this up. But some people might make, tell themselves it's heavier every time. Right. I guess it depends if you're pessimistic or optimistic. That'd be scary for me. I think it'd be scary. I See, <laughs> in training, I have to know what I'm doing. But in competition, I like the... Comp like is fine nice. because the adrenaline's going to yeah. carry you. But if yeah. it's training, you know sometimes where you unrack something in a squat and you're like, this feels heavy. But then you're like, this isn't heavy, man. Come on. You yeah. Get your mind right. And then you're good. But if I unrack something, I think usually I tell myself... This feels heavy. And I'm going to treat it like that when it's like 80%. You know what I mean? Where it's like, what? Yeah. Like, it's a mind thing for me because my girl's like, you lift this so many times in warm-ups, but you acting like this is like a million pounds on your back. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's a mindset because I'm like, this is a lot of weight. Like, I don't know if I can do it in on a rack. And I'm like, oh, this is nothing. Like, yeah, it's yeah. just, it's, it's a mindset to me because I'm a person who, Things like, oh my gosh, screw rest is a lot of weight. I can't do that. He was like, but you do that for a set of four. I'm like, I'm still like iffy about like, I don't like to know. And like in, in training, of course I have to know because I'm by myself. Me and my girl don't train together. He lives an hour away from me. Mm. So he sent me his, he sent me the program. I sent him videos of like how this is and like how it feels. And then he gave me, um, RPEs and percentages. So he's like, okay, this look like this. He knows how it moves and how heavy I can go. Yeah. But if I tell him, I was like, I think I can get this. He'd be like, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. So, and sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes I'm right. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so, but it's, it's kind of hard when he's not there to like coach me and tell me to do this, do that. But yeah. Are you guys in two different time zones? Is he Eastern Standard Time? Oh, no, 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 no. He's Central. 
Is he Central? From, I thought he was Yeah, Eastern. we're both Central. We're, okay. my, we're still in Texas. We're an hour away from each other, okay. so we're Central time. I was wondering how, you know how like the time zone line, how close can people live together and it flips over a different time zone? Is there like a fucking line you cross and all of a sudden... Because it depends on where you live. Because <laughs> I was... There has, how weird, <laughs> there has to be a point where two people are an hour away and the time zone changes. Is that right? Well, it'd be small, it... though. Like, it wouldn't be... It'd be like like an hour difference if you cross that, that time zone. Yeah, that but is that fact where you drive an hour and all of a sudden it's two hours difference because you cross the time zone? I don't think it'll jump too... I think it'll be like... I think hour. it depends if it's north, east, or south. Because um, if it's um, going towards north, it will be. Oh, but if it's going towards like west, like going towards Louisiana or Arkansas, that's more of the same time. But if you go up north, like Oklahoma and Missouri and all that, that's when it goes to like an hour after an hour ahead of us. So. Right. It, I don't know. But <laughs> I just, when you sent me the message, I was like, Oh my god! I can do an interview, and then uh, and then he's like, "Are you Eastern time?" I was like, "Yes," and then I was like, "Am I?" And I was like, "It's all right. It's all right. I'll figure it out." And it's all right. Like, oh, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So does Michael ever give you specific numbers to hit or ranges to hit when he's giving you a program? Yeah, he gives me like um do um when you squat a top set do a. Um, RPE seven or seventy percent um, of like your max. So mm-hmm. we do RPEs. So yeah. he's like, if you can do that, you could you do three more? And I'm like, yeah, I could. So he tells me to hit a top set of RPE seven, then back downs of a certain weight, and then this and that and that. So yeah, see, it's that's the thing. I know with me. So when we're talking about like covering the weights, if it's heavier, for me, I'm an emotional lifter in terms of like when I get myself amped up, I can increase. The amount of weight I lift so much more when I get fired up, I'm pacing, I'm talking myself of let's go, let's go, and the adrenaline's coming, I can lift far more weight. So I feel like if they were to cover the weights on me and I can't do that, if I needed to, then and I and I wasn't ready for it and I wasn't doing it, it would greatly impact me. Mm. Like you are you yeah. you're kinda of calm, cool, collected. I'm yeah, I'm cool. I get Or at least you are on the surface, maybe yeah. you're not inside. For my top sets, I'll get my music in, get a little amped up, but like on the surface, I'm always calm. And so calm imagine cool. that though. Imagine you didn't know you had to, yeah. and you walk up there thinking, "I'm just gonna be calm, cool." You unrack and you're like, "Holy shit, I wasn't ready." Yeah. Like that's why I'm not sure. I don't. I you know I need to kind of know. If not the weight, I need to know. Hey, you're gonna need to get. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna need to get your mind right to this one. For sure. I mean, I'm, yeah. That's what I think. Are you an emotional lifter like that too? Like, do you need to get amped up for it? Because you got LS McLeans out there who just like smile in our like zero <laughs> adrenaline. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how you do it. And it's so funny because he's at this meet right now. And is I was he? Just talking to him. He, he told me to tell you he's that high. Yeah, that's my so. dude. LS McLean, that's my guy. He's he's such a nice guy. He's such he a humble, approachable dude. Yeah, he's very, very nice. Um, he was telling me, just calm down when you're talking to him. He's very, very. Oh, it, it paused on you. Hey? You, you freezed up for a second. Oh snap! Can you hear me? Okay, there we go. Okay. So yeah. I'm that person that's um. Oops. <laughs> I think when there's a lot of movement, it buffers. So I think if you grab the camera and hold it, it'll buffer on you. It'll like slow down. 
One sec. You know what? It, it might catch up or we could call back. Should we give it a call back? <coughs> Bless you. Thank you, kind sir. Whoop! Well, it dropped on us anyways. Alright. We'll give a call back. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm in the middle between mo like I like to stay calm for that top set off. Here's like the thing, man. Um some people that look calm, cool, collected on the surface, like you think, oh, they don't get amped up. You don't know that. Yeah. Like they just don't maybe outwardly show it. Yeah. But yeah, I see you grab your music. You're not I see it for the top. You're not monk like. I don't need it for bench though. See if we got you. Can you hear us? There we yeah. go. Okay. You know what I think? I it know. Is? It, I, I think don't know what happened. I think it's um, if you grab it, it buffers if there's a lot of movement. So then I think oh, when okay. you grab it, it was buffering. But uh, you oh, okay. you say Alice McLean was was coaching you to. You know. No, no, he was. Yeah, he's on um, the me right now that I am. He's um handling someone, and he was just um saying just relax when you talk to him. But I can see he always be smiling. I'm like, is he happy? He's listening this way because I'm not. Yeah. This stuff is heavy. Yeah, and I don't know how people do it with no like adrenaline. Like for me, adrenaline is the ultimate pre workout. If I got adrenaline, everything feels lighter. Yeah, but me, if I have two, I'm not a person who takes her ass caffeine. I've never had coffee before. Oh, shit. I've never had coffee. So I don't know what it tastes. I don't know what it smells like. Yeah. Like, but I, I maybe have maybe an energy drink like Monsters and Bang. But if I have too much, my mind is just like, what's going on? Like, yeah. I'm just, it, it's like too much. So Michael tells me you get one sip and that's it. Like one sip. Yeah. So, because he knows when I get too jittery, my I start shaking and I'm not concentrated. I'm too overexcited. I'm not like ready. Yeah. So he was like, "You get one sip and that's it." I might maybe drink, do that, drink a lot of water and just yeah. keep going and going. But I'm not a person. I'm a person who's calm, be like concentrate when I go out. Like I'm not a person who's happy to lift the weight like it less. Yeah. Like it's it's not like. I'm just there to lift my weight, have fun, um, meet some of the lifters I never met, and just get my, get medals if I do and move on. Yeah. So. Yeah. I do. Do you do anything leading up to a competition in terms of like mental prep, like visualizing yourself? Like the thing with powerlifting, you're going to be picturing the weight regardless. Every powerlifter gets like crazy about the numbers they want to hit for squat, the numbers they want to hit. We get numbers obsessed. And then going into the competition, this is what I find most people do. They get numbers obsessed going into the competition. Then once the competition comes, they tell the handler, man, fuck it. Load the bar with whatever you want. I don't want, I don't want to know. <laughs> you spent two months obsessing over numbers. And when the day comes, you're like, I don't want to know. Just do it. You know what? It's easy just to go into autopilot. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a person who wants to know the weight. I just, the only thing I'm thinking about is what I'm going to eat after the meet is over. Mm-hmm. That is all yeah. I'm caring about. I don't care. Honestly, I do care about PRs, but it's not like a big deal to me. Honestly, like it's, it's fun. It's this, Palatin is a fun like activity. It is, um, it is a sport, but it's not considered a sport. It's fun to like meet people, travel around the world, have fun, but it's not like, the number one priority because I'm in school right now. I'm not, it's not a number one priority to me, mm. but it's something, it's something that's very like, it's fun to meet people keep in shape, but PRs and numbers. I figured I do PRs. I'm, and then Michael's like, that's a PR. I was like, oh, it is. No kidding. Okay. Wow. It's not like, it is a fun activity. Like I love, um, I love to uh, meet people, travel around the world, like see people I've never met that lifts so much weight. And it's been like, famous for a long time of course i love that but 
it's not a huge deal. I don't know a lot of I don't know a lot around a lot of people who's like up there like that. I don't know their names or numbers. Yeah. I don't know if someone says, um, oh, do you know what's the what's um with this much where I'm like, who? I have no idea you're talking about. You know like, what? I'm not a it might be better that way. Uh, well, first of all, what are you taking in school? I'm occupational therapy. Oh, no kidding. Okay. Well, there you go. So, yeah. It, it is, to an extent, it's kind of better to, like, not overthink it and just enjoy the journey and take it as it comes day to day. It lowers, you know, in terms of certain expectations if you don't hit certain expectations or if people don't meet certain expectations. Like, who are some people that you met that you had never met before and it kind of surprised you? There's some people like that. Um, yes, there, um, some people, like, I've never, um, there's this, um, lady named Kimberly Walford. She's... <laughs> Shit, yeah, I know Kimberly, I love like, how you said that, she's like, she's Kimberly the greatest Walford. of all time. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, see, like I said, I don't know. That but was like... so cute, I love that, it's like, it's like, it's like we're talking boxing, you're like, there's this gentleman I met, his name's Muhammad Ali. I think, I, mean, <laughs> I heard he's quite good. Yeah, well, well, yeah, like, she she was a big impact. Like, when I met her, she said she's been through so much. She's been, like, her, she, I think she told me she got kicked out of Federation because, like, something's going on. Like, and then she had to move to um another, like, country to compete with them instead of USA. Like, it's a lot going on with her, but she still loves the sport so much. She's dealing with it. And then that makes me inspired to be, like, I might be doing a lot of stuff right now, but I can do this to stay up there. And if I have a heart, I'll still do it. Yeah. But that's how I am. Also, I know you know Sam Calhoun, but oh. Sam Calhoun. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's very sweet. Like, I thought when I first met her, I thought she was going to be so mean. I was like, I think I'm not going to go up there and talk to her. <laughs> I don't want to talk to her. She's, like, up there. She's so, like... She's so like famous, and then when I come there, she was like, "Oh yeah, I know you." I was yeah. like, "You know me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those people are very big impacts. Like it's just these women, these black women are like aren't like an usual like a white sport that's like more like deal with people who are men, like men who are um, like who are like more in this federation compared to women. Yeah. So when they do when they do it and they're up there, they're like. Oh yeah, like I'm a, I'm gonna keep my image. I'm gonna um, prove that I can be as good as a man. So that's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this. Like, I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna get my numbers up, which I still don't know my numbers. I do know my numbers, but not like that. Yeah. But yeah, but that it's a big impact in my life. It is. You're right that like powerlifting is a unique sport that you know the women's division is just as respected. The showdowns are just as heavily hyped. People want to see it. In some other sports, like I was just on a podcast, um, and it was it was two girls running it, and they were we were talking briefly about how like other sports you might get into, you know whether it's basketball or, or hockey. We're from Canada, hockey or whatever. They're not as like supported, right? In terms of the women's division, soccer, you know, um, not as supported. Whereas powerlifting, man, the men will tune in for the women's showdown, and the women get behind it as well, like. Powerlifting is kind of unique like that. But we have, you know, it's 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 not the way it is in every single sport. Why do you think yeah. that, why do why do you think powerlifting of all those sports seems to be in terms of the women's division far more popular and supported? Because um now men love some strong women. So they're like this is like a huge thing to them and then women keep it in shape, women like staying fit and caring about their bodies. Some women don't even care. 
Yeah. Like, it's just, I think this is more of a big in. Oh, it says poor connection. Can you guys still hear me? I, yeah. We got you. We got you, yeah. Okay, okay, making sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I don't, I honestly don't know. I thought the men's would be more popular than women because, of course, men lifting a lot of weight. But when men see women lifting almost the same exact weight, they're like, I'm impressed. Yeah. So that's why they're like, they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna watch the women more because that's like, if a woman can squat 500 pounds with raw, they're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. Like that's, I think that's why men are more watching women's division, especially in the 72, 84, 63 kilos. Those are, oh, that's that range. Like, oh yeah, yeah. we want to watch this. So <laughs> yeah, especially look, you're moving into like the 72s is is like a shark tank. 72 in Sweden, those in the open, they had, like, I mean, it's insane. When you got Kimberly Walford, um, Jessica Bittner, Isabella von Weisenberg, Anna Rosa Castellane, like, all those women are world champions, world record breakers. Like, it's in, the 72 is such a deep division, and you're jumping in there, you know? And, and are you in the open now this year, or are you still a junior? I'm still in the open. Well, I'll, I'll, um, I'm still junior, but I turned 24 in June, which I'll be um, open. Okay. But yeah. So are you able to go? So you can't go to Worlds as a junior then, right? Mm-mm. Damn. So then, <laughs> there, there, yeah. So your next competition is at the Arnold Classic. Yes. Okay. So what are you anticipating going there? In terms of some corrective, first off, First off, I want to back it up just so we get the story and everything, you know, put a conclusion uh, on that. So the Raw Nationals came down to the last deadlifts. Um, your last deadlift, not going to lie, I showed Cap, me and Cap Reed before the season. <laughs> yes. let's, let's revisit it. Look, I watched it live and I was like, that's, that's, that's probably good. And then when it wasn't, I was like, oh shit, okay. And then before the interview, me and Cap Reed were like, let's, let's watch this bad boy again. Um, and this takes nothing away from Chloe. It's, it's, I mean, she's not a judge. She's not a rep. It's not up to her. And she's super strong as well. But, um, we were both like, look at man, you gotta, you gotta really look hard for some infractions here on, on not to pass that. So when that happened, what, what was the feeling there? What were you telling yourself after that happened? When it's like, you're telling yourself like back to back, back to back, kid, kid, I got your break. I told myself, I think they just have a sign that says, fuck with Jasmine Payne. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have a sign. But but for real, though, I honestly don't know what's going on. I I was like, what? Come on. This is worse than the squats in Sweden. Like, I was fully locked out. Knees, like, they called me for soft knees and shoulders. That's right, yeah. If you could, I, there was videos from the front, side, back of everyone that I knew. I don't know what they were talking about. But it's just, I had nothing against Chloe. I was, of course, pissed off. I, yeah. I wouldn't want to talk to nobody. People thought I wasn't going to talk to, I wasn't talking to Chloe that day. I was just mad yeah. at the situation. So it's nothing against Chloe. She's a great lifter. It's the first time I ever met her before. I didn't even know she was a lifter until that day. I was like, oh, that's Chloe. I was like, oh. I, it wasn't, like, I never, like, knew who she, like I said, I don't know people. Like, I don't know. I just meet them. I was like, oh, hey, you're a 72. Nice. So, but yeah, like, that was that meat was that meat was hard to get over. That yeah. was hard to get over because it wasn't it no no it wasn't that they called it the first time, it was the second time they called it. So let me explain the story. So basically when they called the two raising one white, of course I was mad. So I got um 
I got um drug tested. So I went to go get the drug test. I had to get my ID and all that. And then a girl named Tina, um, Tina, her name Tina Tornado on Instagram. Right. I can't think of her. Yeah. yeah. So she said, You got the lift. I was like, bet, bet. I was excited. Like they changed it. And then and then, like I was excited. So I was about to go upstairs, drinking a lot of water to do this P test, and I get a call from Michael. So I was like, I was like, I was like, babe, I got the lift. He was like, where are you? I'm like, I'm upstairs. Oh, no, that was a bad yeah. where are you. That was a, that was a really bad where are you. <laughs> I was like, I'm upstairs. I'm about to do the drug test on um, whatever floor or whatever. He was like, I was like, what's wrong? I got me time. We're about to go out there. You're about to drink and like excited. He was like, I'm, I'm on my way. <laughs> I was oh, like, I'm, like, something's wrong. Like, Something's wrong. But I was like, I'm thinking positive because I got my lift. We're about to have excited. So he's up there. He got he got up there with me. I was like, babe. And then like he was like, like, this is the hardest I think he's ever talked to me. <laughs> Shit, this uh, is like, terrible. This is like, he's like, why do I have to have this oh, conversation? Man. This is so much worse. Oh. This is yeah. so much worse, Jasmine. He, he told me he had to think for about 10 minutes to figure I out what he's going to say to me. I bet. He's got to take it away from you. Now now it's up to him to take it away from you. That is That's tough. terrible. <laughs> yeah, like, he was like, you guys choose your words safely. Yeah. So, so, so he said, Jasmine didn't get the lift. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, Tina said I got the lift. And I got the answer. It's three whites. Jasmine, they overturned it again. Oh. I need to get the lift. And I was like, what do you mean? I thought they couldn't change it twice. And I was making an explanation. Like, what? They were like, Jasmine, like, they they didn't even want to view the video anymore. They was like, it's no lift. Oh, and damn. I was like, I was like in shock because they first they didn't give it to me. Then they gave it to me and then they didn't give it to me. Oh, and I'm like, snap. I didn't know they could even do that. I didn't know that either until now. I'm the first. Damn. So, so after that, when I tell you I was crying all upstairs, I didn't want to talk to nobody. I'm a person who likes to talk and like to be loud and always, I love to, like, that's me. But when that happened, I just didn't talk to nobody. I, I was like, Michael, give me five feet. That's so, I don't think everybody likes someone told me, give me five feet. You know, that's never a good. That's never a good thing when someone goes. Yeah. Get, stay arm distance away from me right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. it's, it's like it's like it wasn't the time. Like oh. I was so mad, I had to figure out why. Like why? Like why did they do this to me? Like it's the second time they did this. Yeah. And then like. Um, I think Chloe came upstairs to do a drug test, and other people came up. They were like, Jasmine, and like they were trying to touch me, saying good stuff. I was just looking down, oh man, with that face, like that face, like. And then I went downstairs. People were trying to talk to me, like even my good friends, even like Marcellus and Michael. They were trying to talk to me. Michael knew to like give me about five feet, yeah, about five feet, maybe six, (laughs) maybe six, just be safe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so when I went on the platform, I um I didn't even smile with the picture. I was that fake smile. <laughs> so I was I wasn't even in the mood. Like I, I was gonna take my medal, like I didn't feel like getting up and doing it, but that hurt me so bad. I just didn't want to go out. I just wanna lay down my bed and cry. Yeah. That was me all the day. Like it was it just hurt me so bad, like for a couple of days. I had to like calm down and like I'm still in um I'm still in a what was it? Washington? 
Oh, where, I don't know where we were. I forgot. I but Chicago. we were in National. Yeah. In Chicago, yeah. yeah. In Chicago. We're in Chicago. We're about to have some deep dish pizza. We're about to have fun. Like, let's, let me get it over. Really. But in, inside, I was still like mad. People kept even, like DMing me and saying, yeah, F Chloe. And I was like, F Chloe? This ain't Chloe Fox. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, she, this ain't Chloe Fox. She did, she did her part to lift the weight. She didn't like. She didn't do nothing wrong to me, so I'm, why am I mad at Chloe? Like people were thinking, like I didn't talk to her afterwards. I'm like, I got nothing against Chloe. Like she yeah. did great, and I bet she thought it was a messed up call too. But hey, she got the medal, so she moving on now. Yeah, so, you gotta move on. Yeah, like I'm not, I can't hold this grudge against these judges. So I might because it's the second time. Yeah. I, I want to hope the Arnold don't do this to me. Yeah. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, you know what? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, you know what? USPA sound kind of good right now. Right. <laughs> You you show up the yard and you're like, did I take anybody's parking spot? Did I cut you <laughs> off in line? I just want to I just want to get this straight. We're all, we're all good. Can I get yeah. you guys a coffee? How's everybody feeling? <laughs> right. Can I give everyone donuts? That's right. Let's 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 call it let's call it straight game. Let's let's establish a strike zone here, gentlemen. <laughs> you know? Exactly. So, but after that, it took me a, like a little bit to get over it. But I'm good. Like. I've missed. I've not. I haven't messaged Chloe, but I like uh, commented her on one of her posts. I think he said good lift, and then she liked it. It was. It's not like I have nothing against her. She just lived in New Jersey or somewhere up north, and I don't yeah. like talk to her. So I'm, I'm gonna see her maybe at the Arnold, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I have nothing against her. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like um, the judges could have ripped her off in favor of you, and. Is she supposed to be mad at you? That's not your fault that the judges ripped her off. Like, it could have went either way. So if the mm-hmm. judges ripped the other person off, should that person be mad at you? No, you'd be like, hey, like, I'm I'm just going to lift. And you'd be crazy not to take your ticket to the world championships. Like, if ever a call in sports, there's going to be calls that are controversial. Every single mm-hmm. sport. If it's baseball, the strike zone changes. If it's, you know, whatever. I'm not a big basketball guy, but I'm sure there are calls, fouls, get called. You're like, man, you called that foul on him. You didn't call that foul on this other dude. Mm-hmm. That's sports. And when you're the person, if if it's if it goes your way, like, for instance, it went against you twice in a row now. If yeah. you ever get a controversial call that goes your way, you just be like, look, I earned this one. I'm going to keep my mouth shut, take my medal. Thank you very much. This is the way she goes. What do you want me to do? Give the medal to you and be, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's tough, but those are the breaks. However, having said that, lightning usually doesn't strike twice. So you've got to be thinking, all right, lightning struck twice in 2019. I paid my dues. That's got to be the last one. If, if exactly. Look, look, if something happens in the Arnold, you be like, that's it. I'm done. That's a wrap. Uh, exactly. I just take my, take my singlet. I'm done. <laughs> right. I'm going back. I'm going back to whatever sport. I'm, I'm going to try something else. Olympic weightlifting, whatever. Yeah, it's just like, I, like, I don't, when I'm training, I make sure I'm in depth. I'm way below depth. I think my <laughs> ass is touching the grass now. Like, yeah, I'm you, making sure. You probably, like, like, there's, what's that? What's that game like uh, when you're at parties and you go underneath the pool? Oh, the yeah, I know exactly. Um, limbo? limbo, limbo. Thank you. You, you <laughs> probably lock out your deadlifts like a fucking limbo dancer now. <laughs> your shoulders so far back, people. I'm just like, so <laughs> you, people, you're like, I am not losing a lift today. This is exactly. <laughs> wow. But I'm only doing the squat challenge this year. Okay, is that equipped? Yeah, be- is it what? Is that equipped? No, it's equipped and raw. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So um, I try to get into the um, I didn't get an invite to the um, 
um, I can't think of the meat, the meat that Michael's doing, but I didn't get it. Oh, um, I, I didn't get to invite to any of the meats. Yeah. And um, I didn't get um in time to do the uh the raw challenge and all that because it's less spots and it was way faster. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna do the squat challenge. I've never done it before. It seems like an easy. I'm not saying an easy. Well, I'm not gonna put my name out there. Yeah. But it's gonna be. A, and I'm not. It's, it's kind of an easy one because it's like 72. I saw last year it wasn't like a big competition. But you never know who's gonna come in this year. Here's the thing. We, we say easy, but man, you squat until you can't squat no more. Like it. Honestly, in terms of viewership, uh, for anyone listening, so the squat challenge is you're squatting for reps. It's a fucking and wrap, which is in yeah. terms of entertainment watching. I who doesn't love seeing someone gut it out like you powerlifting like we get like like a lift can be one second if it's a grinder it's three seconds so the payoff viewing as a viewer isn't always there but when it comes to like uh, like deadlifting deadlifting and rap or squat and rap you can see people grinding like let's say you're like look at you need 21 reps to win your last three to five could be grinders. It could be a mate. Like it could be great viewership. It man, it could be like I don't know. I I, I think it might be tough. It, it, yeah. I can't believe some people are doing it equipped. I can't imagine wearing a suit and wrapping my knees and trying to do twenty three reps. Mm-mm. I'm I'm good. I never even. I don't even want to do equipped. But yeah. yeah, it's just it's just based on your body weight. Okay. Like if you if you go, you still have to be in your weight class. Yeah. But you have to be under it and in times to your body weight, and then you um lift that weight of how many you do. So that doesn't seem bad to me because my body weight is like one well one seventy kilos, so one hundred and forty kilos. Like that's that's like. That's like, I'm not saying that's nothing, but you never know. Yeah. But I've trained with that so many times and I'm training with it now. So it doesn't seem that bad. Do you, so, when prepping for something like this, did you change it to be like, did you change it because it's for reps or do you just, because here's, here's the thing. Um, some CrossFit people were at the same gym as me and um, they find out I'm a power lifter and they're asking me questions. And you know when someone's asking you questions, you know they're really sizing you up with what you could do, what they could do. They're comparing. You could tell with the line of questioning. They were like, um, just wondering, but how many times could you squat 225 pounds, which is like two plates? And I'm thinking to yeah. myself like, I don't know, like fucking a million? I don't know. Like, what? what? We're going to be here all day? Like I could bench press that for like, like you know, we're going deep into double digits. But... You could tell because they do rep work, they probably do lightweight, like like they probably only are in that range for as many reps as possible. And they probably think that's the best way to take a lighter weight for a crazy and rep. Whereas mm-hmm. I honestly think if you shoot up your one rep max so that that lighter weight just doesn't budge the needle in terms of your nervous system. Like I think if your squat is 600 pounds, 225 pounds doesn't even register so you could go all day all night so if you budge your one rep max super high that'll actually help a lighter weight and wrap because it doesn't budge the needle as opposed to some crossfitters think and this is just total bro science i got no science behind this but crossfitters would be like i'm gonna take 225 and every day trying to rep it out as much as possible and try to increase increase the reps you know this week i'll do 10 next week i'll do 11 so it's a little bit of a gray area i think you you probably also need to do some rep work obviously not just do singles to improve but how are you approaching doing this have you shaped up 
You're training it all for this? Yes, I am. Um, I'm actually, Michael has me doing a top set of um, maybe a seven or whatever. Then I do my back downs, like two sets of five. And then I do an and wrap of like 142 and a half, which is like a good weight to be at. Mm. Like 72 kilos, like on the dot, just in case I'm 72 kilos on the dot. Yeah. So like, and I'm doing that. It is, it's actually not bad. It's a lot of work because like, it's actually... I was like, why am I doing a top set? I should just be doing air wraps. He was like, no, you should do a top set because you got that heavyweight out the way. Then after back down, the shit feel really, really light. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So when I did that, I was like, oh, this ain't bad. But when I got to that tenth rep, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, like, <laughs> so, yeah. you're like so, next next year. I'm getting my invite in sooner, so I'm doing the three lift. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. But it's not. It's it's actually it's really hard. It's tough. Like. When I have to, um, I wanted to do more, but when your legs feel like jelly and you can't yeah. feel like you have legs anymore, you're like, I got a racket. Yeah. I can't do it no more. But he said, you have, you're going to have like six people on, on you. You believe me, you'll be fine. Yeah. But I'm just like, still, it's just, when you feel like you got no legs and you have to squat, no, nah, I can't do it. But I'm going to do this my first time. Maybe the last time I'm going to be doing a squat challenge yeah. and hopefully get invited next year. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the Grand Prix. Michael got invited to the Grand Prix. That's right. That's so right. I wanted to get invited to that, but I didn't get invited. But I'm not, I'm not mad about that because I'm not mad. But hey, I'm gonna go and support him, and yeah. I'm gonna do my squad challenge and cut my knee sleeves off afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Your legs are gonna be so swollen, full of like, yeah, you're gonna cut them off me, cut them Just off, cut them off. I don't care. Yeah, so I don't care. I'll buy new ones. We'll work exactly. It out. I do, I think um, I do think that training in terms of like. Keeping your top end, so so you're so you're strong nervous system wise, but also increasing like like your your the leg strength in terms of endurance, so you're used to repping it out. Because mentally speaking, as well, it's good to have a barometer and and be like, look, I've hit double digits with this weight, and you have increase the confidence and you know the fatigue levels and dealing with that as well. It is like one of those balance where you don't want to get weaker, so you want to keep doing your top end stuff, top end weights, because if you don't, your nervous system gets weaker, but. It's totally different in terms of in terms of sizing up. What are some of your goals for 2020? Um. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but um, I my goal was a squat over 400, which I've had. Oh shit. And then my goal also is to squat double like uh, double with 400. I've only done one, so my goal is to do that. Um, bench over two reds. See, I don't know weight yet, so I'm gonna say two reds. Okay. Or over 120 deadlifts i don't know i don't know nothing i don't know about deadlifts i don't even know what i did i think i did 202 and a half yeah and 215 that one i didn't get but i'm like my goal is to like make sure these judges know that i'm i'm locked down i'm gonna look at them and just be like is this good yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. put it down yeah. and i'm gonna make sure everything is perfect for them to know they're not gonna get no reds on me i, I my my goal is no reds so like it might be in like it might be like this like kind of a hard goal, but hey, I want the judges to be like, oh yeah, she's serious. She doesn't want um she's like a true lifter that really wants this for real. She doesn't want like no one to be down on her anymore because I got um I got blown on squats and um deadlifts for nationals. So I want to make sure they know that Jazz and Penn is coming back for revenge. Yeah, and I'm gonna get my title back. So that's my goal. And uh, so, in terms of like titles and whatnot, is it like win the U.S. Raw Nationals, punch your ticket for the World Championships 2021, and get back on track like that? Then, 
Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, 2021, I should be done with school, and then I should be like, okay, powerlifting is going to be a little bit higher now since I'll, I'll get my career and everything in order. Mm. But, um, yeah, 2021 will be like the time to be like, okay. I don't know when world, I don't know where the world's that next year. I think they said South Africa. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it might be. You know what? I'll double check. I'm taking it one year at a time, but yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's a bit of a trip. So the, the master worlds, I'm a master and I'm going to the worlds in uh, April 30th, I lift. And, um, man, that's a trip. It's an old man. It's okay, man. <laughs> oh, my, take it easy. This is, this is what Jasmine, this is where you're supposed to be like, no, you're not a master. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not lying. is like frick man i leave it's like a full day like you you get there way late you actually you're further west than us not shitload but a little bit but it's a hell of a trip it's a little bit of money but it is what it is i know the place that we're at is literally a resort so people are vacationing and the whole line is a beautiful place we're gonna end up but um but yeah i guess we got a little bit of time before we get that far ahead do you do you find so in terms of like do you find that it's easier to not get wrapped up in knowing who everybody is. Like you said, you didn't know Chloe. You didn't know, like you don't necessarily know your competition. You don't necessarily, is it easier to pull back and not get wrapped up with who's who in powerlifting? And, and, and yeah. You so you just don't care as much about that? I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't care because everyone's a good lifter to me. They got this part to get to nationals and worlds, so I know that they're a good lifter. I don't have a few going on, like 74s right now with Michael yeah. and Pug and Austin. Yeah, that, that, no, that's them. We don't, I don't have that feud. I don't want to yeah. even get into that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but it's just, I, I'm not a person who want to get into that stuff. Like, I will want to know you. I know some people. I know you, like, hey, I, um, I follow you. Like, t- I talk to you all the time. I post on your own Instagram. But it's not like I know you, like, your numbers. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like it, I don't know nothing about that. I just know you as a person. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just how I am. Like, I know that you're a good lifter to get this far. But I don't know nothing about your numbers. I because I like I knew I never knew Chloe, what Chloe was squatting, benching, or deadlift. I didn't know none of her numbers. Like I literally pulled up her Instagram the white right before I bought the squat. I was like, oh, this is Chloe. She's squatting <laughs> this much. I was yeah. like, oh, like, yeah. I never knew. Do you, what do you think about the whole seventy fours in terms of like because because you had mentioned holy like I think everybody in powerlifting is like damn it's heating up not like crazy in terms of people don't generally get personal with trash talk. But the hype around it, it like, if there's, there's so many storylines. A, um, we had him on the pod, like, you know, because um, you're dating Michael, but we had him all on the podcast, the top four guys, all at the same time, twice now. That podcast, so many, one of the most popular downloads by far, one of the most popular views, everybody's on it. They're all chasing 800. They're all phenomenal. But they're also all chatty. They don't mind being like, yeah, hey, your, your squat was a little high or hey, like you're looking a little heavy out of weight or like, you know, and some of it sometimes gets close to making some other people upset. Sometimes it's like, oh, they're just playing and, um, and everybody's recognizing them. Like it changes the dynamic a little bit. Do you feel yeah. like, like on the flip side though, Michael was on the podcast just like the last episode and he was saying though how despite it increasing pressure and increasing expectation 
and making it a little more dramatic. You laid your head down at the pillow at night, you realize a, a whole lot more eyeballs are watching every single squat session you have. So it makes it a little more like that. However, more people care, more people are tuning in, and more people are actually looking at the 74s. Two years ago, there was far fewer people who cared about the 74s. People looking at the bigger boys. Now, the 74s are like one of the most popular divisions. So mm -hmm. there's a yin and a yang. There's, there's pros and cons. How do you feel about it as a whole? I feel that, of course, it should be a nice little chatty chat to say, hey, um, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you, like some fun. But there are some boundaries to yeah. go over because when I first um, heard about this going on before Sweden, like Pug was talking madness about Michael, which I don't like no one talking about Michael. Yeah. And I was like, why are you talking about him for? Like, I was I was like, why are you talking about Michael? Like, Michael's like, he's just playing around. I'm like, are you sure? Because it sounds like he's actually serious. But then after a while, I knew they were um, playing around. And then I can see how the hype is going on really bad. There's, like, so much pressure on Michael. People saying, oh, yeah, Michael's going to win. Michael's going to beat Taylor. And he's going to get 800 total in, um, in, um, in um, Ohio. Like, I'm like, hey, yeah, Michael, Michael, do he? They're asking me, like, do you think so? What is he lifting? I'm like, I don't know. You're the wrong person to ask because I don't even know. He's lifted four, five, six reds. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know. But yeah, I people ask me, like, if you think Michael's going to win, I'm like, ask him. I don't know. Like, I'm just his girlfriend. I don't even see him train most of the time. But yeah, like, I think it's a good, it's a good, um, controversy going on like them acting for having fun but i think there was some words that were like said that that got taylor upset and and then pug is like that evil villain or whatever whatever yeah. he be calling himself and then michael's like quiet down low yeah, they're so different <laughs> they're so different which is good because if you like like it gives the viewer if you like um like a villain some guys root for the bad guy in movies you got pug he literally calls himself the villain if you like um the low-key strong silent type you got Michael. If you like, mm -hmm. like um, a little more show, a little more pizzazz in himself, you got Austin Perkins, who he's very much showy on the platform, and I like that. Or if you like, like the long reigning dynasty, the guy who's building a dynasty. The, the we got that as well with Taylor. So you got your different people, and you can like them for different reasons. But uh, I, I honestly, I don't think I've seen nothing like it. And it's totally different than your situation, where you're like, look, at I walk in there, I don't even know who's who. Where Michael, he's got no choice. He's literally in the middle of, like, he can't Yeah, honestly, him. I feel kind of, like, like sad that he's, like, always in the spotlight. People are like, how do you think, you think you're going to do in the 74 class? Like, he, it's like there's so much pressure going on. And Michael's like, I'm just going to get him. I'm just going to do my lifts. Like, he's just a low-key person and just yeah. says, I don't know. We're going to have to see. Like, and then, of course, Pug is talking mess. And Austin's more of a low-key person. He doesn't even talk as much. And and then um, Taylor's like the dynasty, the legend, and all that. Like, like it's just I don't, I don't even, I honestly didn't even know who Taylor Atwood was since I'm Sweden. And I was like, <laughs> really? Taylor who? Really? Like, no. <laughs> like I tell you, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. cause like he, cause like when he met him, I was like, Michael, who is that? He's like, that's Taylor Atwood. I was like, who? Yeah. I was like, the, the, like, the king of 74s. I was like, I've never heard of him in my life. Like, oh wow. Maybe I've seen a picture of him, but nothing like I knew him, but now I know how he is. Like, he's a really cool person. Austin's a very funny dude. Pug, I don't talk to him like that, but like,
like he's an evil and an yeah. evil, but he seems like a cool person. And then of course Michael. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, I don't have that issue going on. It's only me and Chloe, and I don't know any other seventy twos that are up there. Maybe I might, maybe I know them, but I don't know them. Yeah. Like I just it, everywhere. It's gonna be interesting in the future when all this is said and done, and everybody looks back at the seventy fours. Like, like, I mean, look at when, when, like, Pug, Michael, and all them are, like, older men. Looking back at that time and be like, man, that shit got wild, didn't it? Like, we had everybody mm-hmm. talking. We had everybody talking and things got, like, everyone was all eyes on us. And, um, <laughs> it'll be interesting looking back how this all plays out. Because right now we have, like, a lot, all four of those guys could hit 800. Does Michael ever talk to you about the pressure of living up? Or is he the strong, silent type even with you? And he's like, he just doesn't. He is, he is so quiet. Yeah. Like, I, he, like it, I know him as a girlfriend to be like, he knows he has to hit this. He knows he like, he feels confident himself in the gym. Like he, he knows he's doing good, yeah. but he's just, he had a person who will be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get these 800 and then, and then like, if Michael like trash talks, it will be so like jokey. Like he yeah. knows he's not serious. He's not a person who is serious about stuff like that. Yeah. He'll be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get a thousand kilo total. I'm like, he's like, you know, I'm kidding. I'm like, oh yeah, no, but like, like he's he's more of a jokey type. Like he doesn't express himself about pressure. He's just on Instagram, like, oh, he hit this much. Okay, like and go down. Like he's he's not a person that yeah that so that shows out when he has pressure. So yeah, fair enough. And what do you think will happen if you end up going to the world's 2021 and you're in a situation? Like Michael is when he sees Taylor and he knows Taylor's a legend and it's like, oh my God, I'm going, I'm going to end up going like when he, for the Raw Nationals and he's like, I might be unseating a dynasty in Taylor. If you go to the world championships and there's Kimberly Walford in the warm-up room, talk about dynasties. Kimberly has never lost on the national or world championship scene. She is probably the biggest dynasty in the classic division of powerlifting and she's a 72 what is it going to feel like for you when you, if you go in there in the warm-up room and you're like, holy shit, that's going to be Like, I have met her before, like, in Sweden, like, real, like, a quick buy. Like, I'm like, I know her. I don't know her, but I don't know her as, a, like, a really true friend. But competing against her, that's honestly a lot of pressure on me because people are thinking, like, oh, I think Jasmine Penn is going to do this and do that. I got to, like, not keep my image, but, like, I'm going to do my best. Like, I don't want to, like, say I'm going to beat her, yeah. but I want her to know that, like, there's someone, like, coming after her. There's someone who's as good as her. I don't want her to know that someone's trying to take my title or whatever. I want them. To, I want her to know that Jasmine's worked her way all the way up. Like, she knows, she knew me when I was, like, not on, not on the world's level. She knew, like, she knew me, but not, like, know me now. Mm. But competing against her, that's a big, that's a big step because I'm, like, so excited. Like, I have to, like, do my best, like, try to, like, not try to be her title. Like, I want to, like, do better to, like, not get a new face, but, like, to be, like, oh, yeah, like, someone's, they're, Jasmine is good as her. Mm. And so, and then, like, it's just, it's just, it's going to be a lot of pressure to me because I don't want, she's not going to think bad of, she's not going to think bad, of course, to me because I don't think that I know Miss Kimberly. She's not a... Uh, like a trash talker that I know. Yeah. But she's more like relaxed and like she's like she's confident. She'll like come to me and say, "Hey, good lifting." And then like she's she's that. And I'm excited to go against her because if I'm like up deck after her or before her, I'm like, 
this is so much pressure. She's right after me. I don't know what to do. Like, should I do this? Like, it's just, I'll be excited, but I also will be nervous. It's one of those moments, like, it's one thing to win a world championship. It's entirely different to be going against a legend and having to go against, like, like it's it's a dynasty you're trying to end. You know, it's a lot like, um, like, like Michael, when he's going against Taylor, it's not just any old champion he's trying to beat. Taylor's been the U.S. national champion for, like, six years in a row, something crazy. I mean, Taylor's been champion forever. Uh, back-to-back at Worlds, he's looking to do a three-peat this year. Like, Kimberly's been champion forever. It's one of those deals where you're going against, you know, established dynasties in the sport. So it's it's tough to be like, man, I got to keep my, my head in the game. And I know what you mean where you have to be confident in yourself. And you have to be like, look, mm-hmm. I'm picking myself to win. I'm coming for the win. It's nothing personal on them. As a matter of fact, it's like, uh, it's like respect. I'm glad it's you. You know, I'm glad that, like, I share the platform with you. And if, if the win comes, unfortunately, at your expense, but you're the one who ends the dynasty, fuck me. That, that's, like, one of those historical moments, the passing of the torch. Yeah. That's, like, every kid would love to see the passing of the torch from their idol to them. You know, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, it's like they're reti- not retiring, but they're, it's your turn now to keep yeah. your image up, which is, like, a big honor 100%. to say, hey, to say, hey, like, if my time is up, now you have to keep the title. Now you have to show out and show off, like, to be like, you're that person now. So you keep the image, like, you're the person everyone looks up to. Yeah. So when you when you get the torch, you have to keep that image, keep your head up high, and do this and do that. And that will make me feel honored, because I'm like, I'm taking your spot and you're my inspiration? That's like, that's like a heart-fulfilling thing to do. Like, that's very inspiring to me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, listen, we had you on. We're going at an hour 15. Much appreciated for your time, okay? <laughs> Look, this is a great podcast. I'm glad we had you on. We got to have you on again. Uh, of course. Fact, good luck in the squat challenge. It sounds like it's going to be, I mean, I, when you go to fatigue squatting it out, that's going to be a tough day. I'm going to watch because it's wildly entertaining. Uh, love to see the number <laughs> you hit. Before we let you go, though, um, how do people reach you? Do you do online coaching? I do not. I'm okay. not a coach there. Okay, like, okay. I don't even know weights. I don't even know weights. How am I supposed to do coaching? <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, I, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I got one question I always ask everybody before, like whenever I had them on for the first time. So before we let you go, let me ask you this question. When all is said and done, and you're looking back at your career, how do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered as the person who got tumbled down so many times and to be in and after she still works hard and still has her head up to keep going and going to make them to to get better to make the judges know that she's still in the game and she's not going to leave um, because of you made that decision like I have that mindset of like oh yeah if you let me down if you like do this to me I'm going to keep going to get myself even higher to make you know to make you realize that that I'm that person that uh that doesn't quit. Like, I'm a person that, yeah, I'm a person, like, I want them to remember me, like, you can still get tumbled down, but if you work your way hard, work your butt off, you can still get up there on the world level. So that's my saying. That's it, man. It ain't over yet. The story ain't over yet. You're still writing the last few chapters, right? So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, if people want to follow you, how do they How do they get a hold of you? You go just go on my Instagram, Jasmine S. Penn, okay. and I'm right there. And is there anybody you want to thank while we have you on? Well, of course, 
I want to thank my whole gym. My I go, I work out at Progressive Overload Dallas. They're like a big inspiration. I have my friend Marcellus. He is my nutritionist um, to get me from 72 to 63. He was that guy. And then my good... Doctor. Are you cutting off as she's thinking? Michael? <laughs> <laughs> Let's assume Michael's in there. Right on the finish line, man. Oh, man. Let's just assume she thanked the parents. She thanked Michael. Right? Friends and family. Friends and family. But, uh, okay. I think we lost the red card, sir. Freak me. She's had, I mean, look at I say rough 2019. On the flip side, though, she did, she still came in second at the U.S. Raw Nationals. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it's not the worst case scenario. She didn't, she missed one lift at the end. The tough thing is, of course, um, the one lift, the controversial call, cost her her ticket to the world championships. And at the world championships, she would have been going head to head with her idol. Um, well, I say idol, man. I don't know if I'm, I'm putting those words in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she actually said it herself. She but. Would, okay, but she would go head to head with legendary. Kimberly Walford, yeah. and be enjoying that moment that um, Michael has where he's right in the mix. Because the 72s... I love that moment, step back segment. She's like, yeah, like you guys, you, you heard of Kimberly Walford? It's like, oh. Have you heard of a lady, a woman? <laughs> Have you heard of a woman named Kimberly Walford? Like, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. I'm familiar. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like if you're a boxing fan. Have you heard of Mike Tyson? Ah, uh, once or twice. I heard him. I tell him about him. But... Um, no, she would be in the mix there. However, that being said, look at man, Chloe's obviously a good representative of the U.S. national team. Um, I mean, she's had her also. She's been at the top. Oh. She's back. She's back. What's going on? She's back. You, we we lost a couple, so you were giving out your thank yous, and let's make sure we get those in there. Okay, but like I said, I wanted to thank Marcellus and my my good friend JD, and also of course I want to thank Michael. Michael is like the biggest inspiration that ever had. He's been through. He gone through. He was from the bottom to the top. He is like the number one. I love him so much. He got me to do powerlifting. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. So I would say thank him so much. Man, I'm glad you got that in there. That was pretty hard. Right? I was, I was like, we did it before Michael C. And he's going to be like, you didn't mention my name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, my connection was bad. He's like, no, well, I should have been first then. <laughs> exactly. All right, listen, thank you very much for coming on. Um, we definitely got to have you back on there. Good luck in training. And we'll keep in touch. Thank you. No problem. See you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Hopefully, back to the outro. Back to, back to the outro. But I am glad she got yeah. called back and got Michael in there. That was but, a nice thank you. Yeah. No, it was. That was how I felt. Yeah. But, um, and they are like a, a straight up powerlifting power couple. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both right at the very top. That's um, the literal definition of a power couple. 100%, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see. 2020. I mean, there could have, would have, should have. It wasn't meant to be. However, you do have the end of the year, the U.S. Raw Nationals. Mm-hmm. There will be a rematch between her and Chloe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it could be, this could be the beginning of a rivalry between her and Chloe. 
I mean, just like a Daniela Mello or Amanda Lawrence situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are neck and neck. You know, Chloe's, Chloe's had some monster totals. Her total actually wasn't as big at the U.S. Raw Naturals as she's previously hit. Oh, really? She she's had bigger, bigger, yeah, she's mm-hmm. had bigger totals. I don't know exactly the full story with the U.S. Raw Nationals performance, but her total went down slightly, so she's capable of posting up more. And obviously, Jasmine, if she's given the last deadlift, her total would have been a little more, as well as you can only assume she's improved. And she was at 70 kilo, that's four and a half pounds, two kilo below mm-hmm. the limit. Yeah. So she fills out the weight class, feel a little stronger. Who knows? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in U.S. Raw Nationals. Oh, for sure. And then obviously on uh, Michael's side, U.S. Raw Nationals, round two. Mm-hmm. We got the villain. We got Austin Perkins. We got Taylor Atwood. All the fellas. And then throw in, the, you know, the Kevin Trans and the... Eric Lapointe and, and Nico and like there's yeah, a lot of there's strong guys aren't getting the shine as the big four. There's the, about them. yeah, there's a I mean the, we have the top four, uh, but then by the time U.S. Raw Nationals, like there were some guys who had potential, just hadn't put it together on the platform. But there's some dudes who by the time we get to Raw Nationals again, they may have posted up some big totals and have pushed their way in. Who knows, man? The top four might not be the top four by the time Nationals rolls around. Um, we'll see. I mean, Ricky. Just posted 623 pounds squat. Oh shit, I did squat. not see that. So I just posted it today, and he's a 74 kilo lifter. 623 squat, and he's a 74 kilo lifter. Now, having said that, my man is huge. Yeah, what's his body weight? Because even when we talked the first on the podcast, he was heavy. I'm like, dude, you, you're a big dude. <laughs> he's a big dude. Yeah. He starts off as a 74 kilo lifter, he finishes the day as an 83. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, So we'll see. I mean, gym numbers don't always directly transfer. But if you're, it's only February, by the time U.S. Raw Nationals rolls around, if he pushes that squat even deeper into the 600s, even with a small percentage drop-off due to a big cut, he's still going to have a big squat. It's still going to be monster. Oh, man. The, a lot of these fellas have monster squats. A lot of these fellas, they all have monster lifts. I'm just saying, this is there's a reason why this division is the hottest. I, I honestly don't know who's going to win. Sometimes you say things like you're trying to like look. I think I'm leaning here, but let's let's keep let's keep the question mark up there so it's entertaining to watch. Swear to God, man, I don't know who's gonna win this five timer rolls around. So, anyways, there you have it, um, Jasmine Penn. If you're listening to this, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. If you're listening to it, um, subscribe as well. It's available on all platforms. Tell your friends so people like Jasmine Penn get the limelight they deserve and post it up on Instagram. We will repost in the stories from Six Pack Lapidette. Yeah, we fit.